Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Thank you for making Space Central your black and gold home for the New Orleans Saints. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the sports coma with Big Q and the guys, but we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fam. Shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all being in this episode of the coma. We up in this thing as we get it popping and snapping. Much love to the fam. Please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and the share button. Put it on your social media feed, family. Instagram, YouTube, it don't matter, baby. It don't matter. Take the coma with you and wherever you go. So if Facebook is your thing, share us there. Instagram, it don't matter. Reddit, we love y'all. Shout out to the fam as we get it going early on. Hope you guys have a a fantastic holiday season, man. A Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that kind of gravy stuff to all of the family members. It's holiday or holy day season. Hope you guys are having a fantastic time. Many are at home with the family exactly where you're supposed to be, especially when it's cold. And I just want to give you a special sports coma and big Q salute, baby. Straight out to you. And remember, baby, you can't cheat God. You can't cheat God, baby. So shout out to the fam. Thank you all for joining me for this episode of the coma. A pre-Christmas or uh, I guess you would call it a Christmas Eve edition of the coma. We ho- hopefully the black the and gold on the play. How about that Grandison? Grandison with the sack on the play, the end of the game 
for the Saints. And how about that? The Saints win the game, and they just kneel it down, and that'll be it. The Browns can't believe it. The Browns shaking their head. And I think I know we can find a team that was worse than us. It's the Cleveland Browns, the same color of dung. The Cleveland Browns go down, and the Saints, how about that? The black and gold win two straight underneath Dennis freaking Allen. How about that? How about that? The Saints, two in a row. Good Lord. All right, shout out to the fam. Brother Donovan, Merry Christmas, Big Q and the fam. Everyone stay blessed and stay. stay. Shout out to you, my brother. Thank you for that as well. Merry Christmas to everyone. Shout out to the fam. Y'all stay right where y'all are. We're going to hear from the Saints in the post game and a little bit from a very happy Dennis Allen and Andy Dalton, Elvin Kamara. You know, when the Saints win, they all run up to the podium and want to speak. You probably get four or five of them on the talk. When they lose, you barely can get one or two of them there. <laughs> but listen, congratulations to the Saints. I, I've chosen to lose this game. I'm going to be honest with you. But I'm happy they won. They went up there in the cold. They beat the Browns. The defense stepped up. They handled the business. Elvin Kamara, Taysom Hill, Jawan Johnson, Rashid Shaheed, those guys, the Saints offensive line with the backups, they did just enough to do what they're supposed to do. The defense forced the turnover. We got the sacks on the back end toward the late portion of the game, and the Saints get the win, man. How about that? How about that? What a hell of a what a hell of a present uh, a present to give the Saints the the Saints family members the great Saint Think Tank and the Who That Nation family about right now Christmas Eve the city gets a present from the Saints a two game winning streak from the Black and Gold and a two game winning streak from the Pelicans the Saints handling the business baby handling the business baby. Doing it and doing it and handling the business. So shout out to the fam, man. As we doing the thing, man. Shout out to the fam. Shout out to the fam. Shout out to the fam. All right. Let's get into the statistics here, family. Of the matchup. The Saints get it. They make it pop. They do what it do. And this is the thing. 14 first downs by the Saints versus 15 by the Browns. The Saints 7 of 16. 7 to 16, baby, from the third down, 7 to 15. Well, actually, I'm sorry, 7 to 15 for the Saints for on the third down. Almost 50%. The Browns, 7 of 16. Total plays, Browns, 67 to 54 by the Saints. 249 yards versus 244 by the Saints. Total drops 10 to 11. Saints advantage. Saints average 14 and a half yards per play. The Browns barely four yards. Passing 125 to 92 by the Saints on that. So, that it, it, like I said, man, this was a good situation, man. Really good for the black and gold, man. I got to give them all the credit in the world. Like I said, I didn't pick the team to win the matchup, but I'm very proud of them going up there in tough terrain and be able to pull out the game. I'm very proud of the team and how they handled the win today. Very proud of the Saints today doing what they do. Like I said, I didn't pick them to win the game, but I'm glad I'm wrong. I'm glad the Saints was able to get the win uh, and lock in and handle the business against this club. Big ups to the Saints on that. All right, so let's keep it going. 
All right, finish out. You look at the rushing attack. The Saints had 152 yards rushing today on 39 attempts. That made the hell of a difference. They outrushed the Browns, who had 124 in 34 attempts versus 39. The Saints averaged. They did a phenomenal job in halting to a degree. Uh, Nick Chubb, who was the best back there, uh, they did a phenomenal job. I got to give them that. Uh, and, of course, you look at the red zone, Saints in the red zone, two of three versus the Browns. They dropped touchdowns, one of three penalties. The Saints only two penalties for 15 yards. Browns four for 45. One of one is what the turnovers was, the interception by the Saints, and the time of possession is about what and what, 30-46 versus 29-14 by the Saints. Individual statistics, if you please. The Saints handled the business. Andy Dalton finished with 8 of 15. Elvin Kamara, uh, you know, and that's pretty much <laughs> not much else to talk about there. But Elvin Kamara, 20 carries for 76 yards, almost four yards per rush, one touchdown. Taysom Hill, nine for 56, 6.2 yards per rush, one touchdown. David Johnson, seven carries for 16 yards on the play. Prentice, two for 15 on that thing. Rashid Shaheed, four catches, 41 yards. Kamara, two of 34. But we knew that the offense, the passing game did just enough to set up the rushing attack. And the Saints really run this, won this game because they did it on the ground and played defense. Not to mention Deshaun Watson was horrible, man. Uh, 11 total tackles. Tyron Matthews stepped up in this game. Cam, Cam had seven tackles with Cade Nellis and Daniel Sorensen, believe it or not. One sack, actually two sacks. Carl Grandison had one to close out the game. And Kent Street and David Onyemata split a sack and a half. They always split in the sacks. Sorensen had to pick. The Saints went on to score off that on the short field. That was big in the game. Will Lutz kicked the field goal to help out. Blake Gilligan, six punts for 254, 42.3 on the average, one for a touchback, two inside the 20, 52 yard is the longer. All right. And looking at the Browns, Deshaun Watson, 15 and 31 for 135 in the matchup, 4.4 is the average for him. And let me tell you something, baby. Well, the reality at the end of the day was that this was a fantastic um, matchup for the Saints. Saints went in there and they ran the ball and they played defense in some harsh uh, environment, man. And you got to give them credit for that, man. You got to give them all the credit in the world for getting the dub. All right. And of course, Deshaun Watson, 15 to 31 for 135, a 4.4 yard was ugly. One interception, he was sacked twice, rating of 47.1. But when he did get accurate, he found he threw it to the Mari Cooper. He dropped the touchdown toward the back end of the game. They had a wide receiver drop the touchdown. So, I mean, even when he was finally was able to throw a few passes, wide receivers was dropping the ball. Running game, Nick Chubb, 24 carries, 92 yards, four yards a, a carry. But the Saints halted him as best they could. Zero touchdowns. Deshaun Watson, three for 24. He got a touchdown there. Kareem Hunt, seven carries, eight yards. Saints neutralized him. They did a good job against a very good running team today. All they had was Cooper, Amari Cooper, six catches off of 10 targets, 72 yards, and everybody else was looking terrible. Njoku, Bell, uh, dropped one, uh, and Woods, he, you know, he had one catch. Peoples, he was thrown at five times, four was not there. I mean, they was just, man, Browns, man. Reggie Ragland, 10 tackles. 10 by Tony Fields, and that's pretty much it. No sacks allowed by the Saints offensive line. 
in the game. And of course, that's pretty much it. The Browns not looking like Diddley squat in this game. Saints, the biggest story here is that the Saints, the black and gold Saints, actually family, they got the win, a back-to-back win. That's something that Dennis Allen hadn't done in a long time. We talking about maybe the first year of his Raiders tenure, and he gets two in a row uh, with the win last week against the Falcons, the defense holds against the Browns. Deshaun Watson really helped us out a lot in this game. So have a Merry Christmas to Deshaun Watson. Merry Christmas to his wide receiver core, not named Amari Cooper. Even Amari Cooper dropped the ball. We handled the business. Thomas says defense slammed the door. Shut. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Brother Thomas, for that, sir. Appreciate you. Uh, shout out to Who That For Life. Says good team, Dub. Uh, he says, in inclement weather, too. So, and it's a road win. Saints are bad on the road. Saints only had one win on the road. So, they got the win. And, of course, the biggest test of the season coming up with Philadelphia. But at the end of the day, you got to give them the credit today and get ready for a cocky Dennis Allen at the press conference. <laughs> he was cocky last week talking that goodness. So, he's going to be extra cocky because it's the first time in a while that he had back-to-back wins on that. And when you do that, you got to give these guys credit when they're able to crank it out and do it like that. So shout out to him on that. Thank you, fam. Appreciate you as well. Gundam uh, shout out to you guys. Like I said, we will have the Dennis Allen and Andy Dalton on the podium coming up soon. So sit, sit, just keep where you are and you don't have to move it. You don't have to move a muscle. And just in a moment, we'll have them when they're ready. Uh, they're not ready yet. Uh, shout out to the fam. Melissa says, does it hurt us that the Panthers are winning their game? I don't, I, well, we do have the final game of the season against the Panthers. I think the Panthers don't have nothing to do with this. Uh, the, if the It's all up to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Remember, they swept us. We swept the Falcons. You know, we got swept by the Bucks. And the matchup, we have, we got Carolina left to play at the last of the season. So really the onus is on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to lose. And if the Buccaneers lose, you know, two of their last three games, that opens the door for the Saints. But then again, the Saints have to win against the Eagles, which is going to be a big challenge, and close out the season with a win against the Carolina Panthers. Is it possible? Could the team be finally believing? Because this is a gutsy win in inclement weather. Uh, they, they are, you know, the defense stepped up. The offense did just enough. The running attack arrived despite the fact that Pete got carted out. Cesar Ruiz got hurt early in the week. So the Saints win, and all I can say is give them accolades, accolades, uh, you know, give them credit, you know, for the win. So, no, we looking at Tampa. Tampa has to lose two of the three. And here's Dennis Allen at the podium, family. Here we go. Start with the people in the room, and then we'll transition to Zoom. Cardo. Uh, first off, just the, the running game getting out with Mergo and also Taysom Hill. Was that kind of the game plan considering how the weapon was out Yeah, look, that was the, that was the plan coming in. Uh, look, the number one thing I want to say is we talked all week about this. This game was going to be a game of mental toughness, um, and I thought our guy, I thought our guys showed incredible grit 
starting starting out the game. We went down 10 nothing, but the way that they fought back, we got the field goal at the end of the first half, come right back out in the second half, get the touchdown. Uh, and then, you know, after the interception, we're able to take the lead and kind of uh, – and then the defense goes out and, and finishes the game. So, uh, man – Got a lot of respect for all those guys that are in that locker room, and I, I, I think they sh- they showed a lot of fight today. Uh, but yeah, we knew the weather conditions were going to be a big factor, and we knew that we were going to have to be able to run the football and run the football well. And uh, I thought all the guys that we put the ball in their hands did an outstanding job of running the ball. Yeah, look, um, you know, we came back out to start the second half. We had the wind in our favor, and so uh, we knew it was going to be important for us to take advantage of that starting off the the second half. And we talked in the locker room about, you know, we got the first part of the double by getting the points at the end of the first half, and we needed to to, uh, capitalize there at at the start of the second half. And our guys did a great job going down there and getting points and felt like the momentum kind of swung to our, our advantage at that point. No, I, I I don't think so. Um, you know, I know there were some plays earlier in the game where he was involved, and and some of them happened to be may may happen to be read plays or whatever. And uh, but look, I thought I thought we did the things that we needed to do to 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 win the game, and and that was run the ball effectively, and and. Uh, uh, Stopped the run pretty effectively on defense. I think they were about 3.9 per carry, something like that. Um, and so uh, I thought we did those two things pretty well. And if you're doing that, then you're generally probably doing something pretty good on both sides of the line of scrimmage. Yeah, final drive, you know, yeah, it was awesome. Did, you know, um, None of these games in this league are ever easy, and and so uh, that was a great job by by our guys going out and, and stepping up and making the plays that they had to make to uh, to seal the victory. And so um, I thought that was awesome. That, that turnover, that uh, interception you guys got, that deflection, and the source of it, just kind of run me through what you saw that play and, and how big that interception was. Well, I know they were throwing an inside route. I couldn't tell exactly who it was that got their hands on it um, or how the ball got tipped up. I really just kind of saw it get going into Dan's hands, and and uh, and then I thought he had a hell of a run back on that on that play too. So, um, you know, again, taking advantage of the situation, taking advantage of the wind. Offense did a great job of, you know, it's one thing to get the turnover; it's another thing to get the seven points off of it. And so, uh, that was a huge. Huge play in the game and, and uh, a big part of why we won the game. I know you touched on it, but the mentality that comes, this is not an easy, this is not an easy game for anybody to play, you know, cold and there. Come out with the win, keep this season still alive for this team. What, what does it say about the guys that you have in that locker Fight, heart, grit. It's what they got. You know what I mean? Um, and that's what the New Orleans Saints have been about. Um, and so, uh, Look, I know that the, the 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 wins haven't come like we've like we had hoped, uh, but our guys have never never quit fighting, and uh, that's why I love coaching them. 
Anything for you guys? I don't know if I really want to answer anything from you guys since y'all didn't make it out here to the cold. Hang on just a second. I can't hear anything. Is there a volume on this thing? All right, try. Can you hear me, DA? Unfortunately, I can't, Jeff. All right. Uh, Tell me, how cold was it? I mean, I I know you said it's just the mindset and everything, but for you on the sidelines, I mean, how much did this affect the game? Cold. It was cold, and it was windy. Um, But we gave our equipment staff a a game ball for, you know, providing us with enough to at least make it manageable for us. So it was – the weather was certainly a factor. And – Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceAndLights.com. That's CameronIceAndLights.com. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. How you all prepare during the week? I mean, you, you, you mentioned Bob, but yeah. I mean, you all had to add some attention to detail to take this game and the conditions and the consideration leading up to it. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Here's how we prepared for it. We said this game was going to be about mental toughness and the most mentally tough team was going to win. And then we really didn't talk a lot about it um, because it was just a, it was just another distraction to us. And um, I thought our guys handled it, handled it great. Um, you know, it was a little bit of an eye opener when we showed up here um, and woke up on Friday morning and, and, and tried to walk outside. It was, it was, it was, uh, pretty, pretty tough to, to stand out there for very long. So, uh, but I thought our guys handled it. Awesome. Hey, hey Dennis, I wanted to ask about that. Yeah, from a mentality standpoint, you guys didn't make too big of a deal out of the weather, but from a strategy standpoint, it, I mean, how much the influence you, it, it felt like you guys were throwing the ball when you had the wind behind you. Then running the ball when you had didn't have the win behind you, you did the thing where you didn't 
protect their gunners. You chose the wind in the first half. I mean, it felt like the same thing with Cleveland. Maybe they threw too much with the wind behind them. Can you outsmart And Did you do a good job of adjusting as it went on? Yeah, well, look. You know, we knew that we knew that the elements were going to be a factor, and so we we definitely took those things into consideration. Um, we knew that, you know, there was probably going to be one direction that was going to be a little bit more difficult to uh, to kick, to throw, uh, and then we knew that you know we, we'd have a little bit easier time going in the opposite direction. And some of the game strategy deals as we went through the game and game management uh, was really based on, you know, the the wind conditions. Not necessarily the cold, but the wind conditions. In hindsight, I mean, the first question was, why did you wait so long to get Taysom involved? What, was it as simple as maybe we should have just gone run heavy the whole time once once he realized how this game played out? Well, look, I think I think every time these games are gonna you're gonna start off with a game plan, and then you're gonna have to adjust. And and I think uh, I think our guys did a great job of adjusting. So, um, you know, we did what we needed to do to win. Yeah, is Elante Taylor's like confidence and just like the no panic when the ball's in there? Is that rare for somebody that that young, like that pass in the back of the end zone? You just kind of stay cool with it, causes the interception. Some of the plays he's making seems like like there's some maturity there. That, that's going to be a little rare for a rookie. Yeah, look, I'm, and I think a lot of that starts with confidence. Um, you know, he he uh, he's got a lot of confidence in in himself, and we've got a lot of confidence in in him. And so uh, he never panics when the ball's in the air. So it's. Uh, you know, really good to see, and, and he's been a, a you know, a, a, a welcome surprise, I guess, would be the, the word to say, you know, in terms of exactly what we've gotten out of him. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm remembering this correctly, but was, was Carl in uh, in coverage on that last play? Did he drop back before he came? Uh, well, he, yeah, but he wasn't really in coverage. It was part of a four-man rush, and we were just trying to get a – a hit on the tight end because we knew they liked to throw the ball to him down the seam. So um, that's what we were doing on that play. And he did a good job of, you know, executing his job and then coming up and finishing it. And, and I mean, specifically in that, in that play, I mean, Deshaun's a quarterback move around a bunch uh, for, for him to you know, secure a guy who's, who's pretty slippery there on in such a big moment. I mean, what was that say about him as a player? Well, it says he was able to get Deshaun Watson down. Um, yeah, look, Carl's a good athlete, um, and and Carl's been a good good player for us. So uh, he made a great play in that situation. And look, there was a lot of people that got some, you know, there was some other rush in there that kind of got him out of the out of the pocket. Hey, Dennis, Mike might have touched on this in this question. Um, you were saying that you didn't want to talk too much about the weather because, you know, you didn't want to make it a big deal, but how much did you guys need to discuss the wind specifically when you were game planning? It, it kind of seems like a different uh, thing altogether. Yeah. Look, yeah, we, we, we kind of covered that a little bit, but, but that was the major factor in terms of the weather um, was really the wind conditions. And, and honestly, we had no idea. I shouldn't say no idea, but you don't really know exactly what you're dealing with until you actually get into the, uh, stadium and, and see what the wind's going to be like. And, um, you know, there was certainly one direction where, where it, we felt like it affected us more than, than the other. And uh, you had said the other day that you felt like uh, Marshawn was closer to playing than he's ever been. Uh, how late did that decision go and, and kind of, I guess, what ultimately prevented him from being able to play? Yeah, look, he just wasn't ready, ready to go yet. So, um, 
so we went with the guys that, that we had that were ready to go, and those guys went out there and performed. So uh, it was awesome to see those guys play. Dennis, I, I, we've been talking about Alvin Kamara's production a lot lately. Um, how impressed were you with, with his toughness? He seemed like a lot of yards after contact today, especially after he got banged up a little early. Yeah, he was outstanding today. He ran the ball exceptionally well, ran it tough, uh, you know, put his pads down, got behind his pads. Um, just hell of a game. I'm going to let you guys talk to him. He's right here. Yes, All right. Yeah, I, yeah, that that was the code of the Saints game in history. Oh yeah, okay. Well, that that that's some bullshit. <laughs> didn't didn't like being a part of that, but uh, nah. I mean, you know, the the elements is the elements. We knew it was gonna be cold. Um, still had to go out and do its job. Got it done. Was that game plan pretty much knowing how the weather was gonna be, how the wind was gonna be, that it was gonna be a run heavy type game? Yeah, I mean, you come you come into a game like that knowing what the conditions are gonna be and and um. Obviously, you know, it's, we came in like, all right, we're going to run the ball. And when it permits, we're going to be able, we're going to throw it. You know, it's just kind of like you use your common sense out there. It's not really like a big strategic thing where we talk about it all week. Like, it's just, hey, if we got the, if the wind is in our favor, we're going to throw the ball. If not, shit, we're going to run it. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's kind of like one of those things. Uh, how good does it just feel to get into the end zone and score? It was your first rushing touchdown. Yeah, second, it's cool. I mean, I'm really more happy about the wind. Um, it is what it is, you know, lower, lower touchdown production this year for me, but you know, um, I think the main goal is just trying to, trying to get in the winning column. That's like my main focus. So we won. Good. Can you talk about not overthinking it? Just kind of being common sense. Was that part of the game plan that pertains him to, to get his touches later? Or were you trying to be like, what, what yeah, I think I, I heard that question twice. And I think it's just, uh, it was kind of like the flow of the game. We had some calls that we wanted to call to get chasing the ball. And um, we kind of got out of them um, a few times. Uh, I think just just how the, how the game was flowing. Um, that's how it, how it went. But you know, we we ended up getting him the ball. He took advantage of his touches like he always does. And you know, when anytime you can see him and get him going, I mean, that's something we take advantage of. So I think he did well. Touchdown! You scored prior to that. It was a yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Dan. He, uh, I don't know who tipped it, but somebody it, it fell in Dan's hands. He got a little return in. He looked, uh, looked like an offensive player, but you know that was big. You know, uh, just getting a, getting a takeaway. You know, because I mean that kind of sparks us as an offense. And you know, when the defense does that, it's up to us to to handle our part. So I think we went down and and, and got seven. So you know, that's all you could ask for. I asked Dan the same question about just the mentality of this team. It's not easy playing this weather. Yeah. This weather. It's yep. not easy. And especially with the, the way the season has turned out, mm-hmm. you still have, you know, the, the summer COVID. It's kind of hard to play in this type of game. So what does it say about that group to come out and to be able to do that? Man, well, I mean, we don't, we're not looking at uh, playoff chances, playoff hopes. We out here playing football. We got a job to do, and that's win every Sunday, regardless of the, of the elements, regardless of circumstance, whatever it is, you know, who's hurt, who's up, who's down. It, it, we're coming out and trying to get a win however we can, so. That's kind of the the flavor and the and the, and the swag of this group. Like, shoot, we just trying to go out and find a way to win. We did that today, and we're gonna keep trying to do that for the rest of the season. And wherever we end up, that's where we end up. Now, kind of, I I know for me, and I know for those guys in there, like the leaders and the captains. I know we we're not looking at oh we gotta make the playoffs. We're looking at let's get this win, which we did today. And next week we're gonna try to get another win. And last week we're gonna try to get another win. And where the cards fall, they fall. Yep. Do y'all believe that? 
Hey, uh, Alex, what, what about your mentality? I mean, we, I know we've been talking about the frustration of, of trying to get you loose. Uh, the mm-hmm. Last time we talked to you, last uh, time I checked, it was all about the playoffs. Yards today. Were, were you fired up for a game that, that was about every yard mattered like this? Uh, I was really more fired up to uh, get back to the to the heat on the sideline. <laughs> but nah, man, we we uh, plan going in. We knew we were gonna run the ball, so I was definitely excited about that. Taysom was excited. The O line was excited about that. I think we were able to get some some good. Um, runs going and uh you know obviously helped us in the in, in the long run you know um, i think to everybody you know i think is kind of not looking at the obvious it keeps the clock moving and you know in a game like that you know you got to take advantage of those possessions so you know a takeaway is big going down and scoring those getting those three points before halftime is big and being able to get the ball back going <laughs> into the second <clears throat> second half and then going down and being able to go get points and do what we need to do i mean it's, it's huge so um Man, it's, it was just good to get out there and get into some of those situations and take advantage of it. And then, obviously, you had the really big pass play on, I think it was a third and four, mm-hmm. third and three. Uh, we were, we've were we kind of been scratching our heads at why you're coming off the field on a lot of third and threes and third yeah. fours. Is, is some of that, do you think, the pass protection issue you mentioned the other day? or why, why uh, Nah, I don't think I don't think that is. I don't know. You, you got to ask somebody else. I don't know. Triplet asks some really good questions. Shout out to Triplet. What was your reaction when you saw Carl make that kind of game-clinching sack there at the end? Who? I'm sorry. When you saw Carl Grandison make Oh, that man, that's Carl. That's Grando. He's going to make a play. I mean, he's he, he talented. Like D.A. said, he's a talented dude. He makes plays when he, when, he, when, he, when he needs to. You need two of um, them, bro. I know he was hype about it. He was over there celebrating with the guys. So, I mean, when you got players <clears throat> step up and make plays in, 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 in big-time situations, big-time games, I mean, shoot, that's all you ask for, for him to make it. Yeah. You see teams kind of check out when, when you know there's adversity and things are kind of going against them. But you guys haven't. You keep fighting. Why do you, why do you think that is that this team has that kind of uh, in their DNA? Um, I mean that's what we're we're used to. I don't think we're used to. Um, you know, obviously this year we've we've been in the losing <coughs> bracket more than we've been in the winning bracket. So um, I think all of us know that that we're you know we got a winning pedigree. So it's always. Week in and week out, trying to find a way to get back to that win- the winning ways. So you know, nobody nobody in here is a loser. We, we're not we're not we don't have losing uh, uh, cloth in here. You know, we're not built uh, by losing bricks. We all have winning bricks. You know, we're used to winning. We're we're used to that feeling. So I think everybody's desire to get that feeling is way 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 higher and way more than you know just the desire to just fold and like fold and, and and get ready for next year so we're just gonna keep going and keep trying to win and is that important kind of like just for the future going forward just like maintaining a, a culture where we're kind of that giving up and stuff isn't, isn't already yeah, yeah yeah i mean i don't think I, I don't think that's a acceptable um mindset to have in in this organization um and that starts from the top so um i think we do a good job of not uh, of weeding those guys out you know if you if you got that mentality you won't be here yeah Hey, Alvin, Dennis talked about just being mentally tough in the conditions like they were today. Mm-hmm. During the game, did you feel like this is more, more about mentally tough and physically tough? Um, uh, I got my own uh, kind of thesis on that. It's cold. It's nothing. It's it's nothing that's gonna make it not cold out there. So you know, we got a job to do. We got to play. If I, if I told you I, I my mind uh overcame the cold out there i'll be lying it was cold the whole time it was cold when i had the ball it was cold on the sideline um it was cold when i was walking in the tunnel it was cold when i was walking out the tunnel 
you know, we just had to find a way to win. It just kind of is what it is. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like uh, early in the game, uh, there were some issues with the snap and passes being deflected off people's hands. Um, I assume that has to be related to the weather. So can you kind of describe what it's like to try to catch the ball in these conditions? Uh, I don't know how many miles per hour the wind was, but that would be something that would affect um, the ball placement, ball, I mean, snaps, everything. So, you know, I think there's some plays we had. We had some pitches and some other things in the game plan that, you know, like I said earlier, common sense would tell you not to do that because the ball will be affected by the wind. So um, I think, like you said, there were some plays that the ball was affected, and obviously that's that's a weather thing. I was curious because people have said before it makes the ball feel as hard as a rock when it's like that. So I didn't know if that was the case of all today as yeah. well. I think it's just more so the, the wind kind of affecting the trajectory of the ball, honestly. Yeah. Hey, Alvin, uh, DA said – Y'all gave a game ball to uh, Bum. I'm just curious, how did he and his staff maybe help you guys? Bumming them, them was colder than us. <laughs> but, uh, nah, Bum, Corey, all those guys, Richie Rich, Ryan, all, cool, all them dudes, man, they they handle their business every week. You know, I mean, they go above and beyond. Like, for some as, as, as small as, man, I, I, I changed the dang chin liner on my chin strap every two seconds. Like, they, they're, they're there at a drop of a dime and, you know, like, it's just whenever we could take care of those guys, we try to. And, and you know, D.A. just giving them a shout-out, giving them a game ball. I mean, that means a lot, you know, because I think those those my guys, man. I let them do this to death. Um, they shoot. They do a lot more work than we do. They they come. They had When we landed, they had to come set up locker room. You know what I'm saying? They get up in the morning and come and make sure everything's good. Conditions, field, helmets, equipment, everything. You know, um, if, if we didn't have them, nothing would move. Um, I, literally nothing will move in this in this organization. So definitely shout out to bumming them. They need more than a game ball. Did you wear anything special? Did it help? Anything? I got on a wet. I got on a wetsuit. I don't know if y'all see it. It's a wetsuit. I had on the wetsuit sleeves. Um, yeah. Um, it was still cold, so I don't know how special it is. Yeah, hey, I've been, we've seen a lot of snaps for Trevor Penning here over the course of the past couple of weeks. Had a couple of highlight moments today. Can you just tell us a little bit about what it's been like running behind him since he's gotten a little bit more involved? He's just a nasty baby. Like, he a nasty baby, dog. Like, he, he, I think, you know, the more experience, I mean, this is like, what is this, his third game, I think, soon up? Or second, I don't know how many games it yeah, is, but, yeah, third game, I mean, he he's coming along. Um, nobody better than, than Streif to, to – talk crap in his ear and tell him he's not good enough when he's not doing good enough or uh, to tell him, you know, he has more in the tank, but I think he's, he's catching on to it. And he's, he's, he's welcoming the, the, he's embracing the suck, you know, you know, there's some growing pains that come with going out there and playing, you know, and he's, he's just catching on, catching on and, and, you know, basically just, just finding his, finding his rhythm, finding his tempo. So um, definitely excited to see him progress. Alvin, I want to make sure I put it right. What did you say? Embracing what, what embracing there? the suck. He's embra he's embracing he's embracing like the his process, like the suck. You know, like you know, sometimes he might get beat, sometimes he might not have the right uh foot in or whatever, but you know, he's embracing it. I think it's never a time where you see him get too hard, too low. He just he just want more. I thought that's what you said. I didn't want to let that one go and yes, just indeed. talk it off to me hearing it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate that.
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think um, we talked about that. This is a game that's going to require a little more, a little more uh, effort, a little more focus as we got ready to prepare uh, for this game. And I think going in with the right mindset, right, where we knew we weren't going to throw the ball a ton, and uh, to make sure that your expectation, and your mindset was was ready for a game like this. And um, I thought as a team, everyone handled it very well. First two runs you had, 11 yards, 16 yards. It was a big chunk plays to start for you. Uh, was there an effort to get you going earlier before that? Or basically, what did it take into that, that last drive after kind of get you yeah, look, I think that's a question for the guys upstairs. Um, I, I don't I don't think that we necessarily had a plan or a goal or a mindset. I think my carries came when they came. Uh, you and Kamara were able to kind of get that windy spark done. Did you kind of feel that kind of wearing on that, that Browns defense has got the second half of the effort and kind of composing more in a sense? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think in a game like this when you can line up and, and they know you're going to run the ball and you can still run it successfully, um, and that, that's a good feeling as an offense. And I felt like up front, receivers, everyone, man, they, they had the right met, mindset going into this game. And those guys, you know, won us the game. And, you know, Alvin and myself were beneficiaries of those guys doing everything they needed to up front to, to allow us to, to run the ball. How good is it for an offense to, to get a short field when you have that interception prior with your team? So Huge. How that sets you guys yeah, up. it's huge. Yeah, I, I think going into this game, you know, as we talked about the right mindset and everything else, we, we knew that this was going to be a field position game as well. And um, defensively, that, that's what they did, you know, and, and we put them in a bad situation early and uh, they, they gave it back, uh, gave it back to us. And, you know, I, I felt like, you know, th this win felt really good because it took everybody, you know, special teams, defensively, offensively, and everyone made plays when they needed to. Why hasn't that locker room, and, and does it say more to your guys of who's in there, why hasn't this locker room seem like, hey, you know, the chances of making postseason aren't here, it hasn't gone our way this year. It, it doesn't look like that, that locker room is quick, and it, it happened, and, and it shows no, up today. No, I, I think that um, it starts leadership, you know, I, I think – you know, from coaching, coaching staff, ownership, um, you know, to players, I think that everyone set an expectation that, you know, we haven't played as well as uh, we would have liked to. We haven't won as many games as we were planning to and hoping to, obviously, this year. But that doesn't uh, change the way that we prepare, the way that we um, go and play this game. And at the end of the day, you know, we're all prideful players and we care about the product that we put out on the field and, you know, putting the Saints uniform on. Um, means something and and uh that's at the root of it anything else for Taysom? looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season test your skills on prize picks the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports just select two or more players pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats and place your entry it's as easy as that if you have the skills you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, 
Price Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Price Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Every day my employees get scam emails. I wanted to protect my business and clients, so I checked out CISA's Secure Our World. They've got four simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. Learn more at cisa.gov forward slash secure our world. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All good, guys. We're going to have Carl Granderson and uh, Andy Dalton. Uh, Just hang tight. All right, shout out to the Who That Nation. We up in this thing, man. Appreciate y'all for being in the episode of the coma. Much love to the fam. Things happen in a very mysterious way. But listen, I'll take it, man. <laughs> I'll take it. The win is a win. Saints make it happen. They make it pop in this one, man. Saints get the win 17. Of course, you see the the banner there, Saints beat the Browns and the weather, 17 and 10, improved to six and nine. Just the second Saints win on the road. And here we're going back to Carl Granderson. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, the, the, um, I just listened to my linebacker. You know, he needed some help out there. So I, I went to go help him out. And then I fell back in the rest. And then, you know, Marcus Davenport did a wonderful job uh, keeping containment. And that allowed the quarterback to step right into me. So I had to get him on the ground to end the game. I mean, you're in that last drive, and they're, they're kind of putting down a couple first downs, kind of screening that, that last you know, drive for them to try to tie it. What does it take as a defense, just mentality-wise, to kind of say, hey, we got to open the line? Yeah, it started off uh, with uh, practice throughout the week. We came in um, knowing that we had to stop the run, and it was going to be cold, but it was a mindset that we came in ready to stop the run and get out there and have some fun. So that last drive was just, you know, leading up to the last drive, the first, second, or third quarter. So um, we came in, we've been holding them all game, and we had to have a huge fourth, uh, fourth and short, and we stopped them to get a uh, ball back to the offense. You talk about that mindset, and that's all you and Kendall. Pre-game, with no shirts on. What? Who came up with that idea? Why do that when it's like three degrees outside? Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't really an idea. You know, I, I went to Wyoming, so this was nothing new for me. It's all a mindset. So if you come in thinking it's going to be cold, it's going to be cold. So I wanted to get out there and uh, adjust to the weather and go with no shirt on. And Tano, he joined me. So he went to uh, – he was in KC. It wasn't nothing for him. So we had to warm the bodies up. And you know, get the mind ready to, to play a big game. That, that, that was crazy and insane, but it seemed like it, it also worked against this defense in the right mindset. I guess that's kind of what you going Yeah, yeah, defense, defensive mindset. See, it wasn't even cold. I'm not even gonna lie, it wasn't cold. My hands was cold. I'll be honest about that, but it wasn't cold. Um, you know, it was a hell of a game. And uh, the equipment uh, staff, they, they did a wonderful job preparing us with the nice gear and the gear that we need 
for the code. So uh, shout out to them. Yeah, and they got a game on as well. Yeah. How big was it for you guys to get that that turnover that kind of you know got this team rolling and those takeaways haven't come for you guys wasn't for most of this year? How how big was that? To get that yeah, that was very big. You know, like I said, it's a process. It started in practice. Um, you know, they haven't been coming this season, but you never know when they're going to come. So you just got to be ready, and the next man got to be up and uh, take take advantage of your opportunity. What does it say about that locker room? Just, it, it, this is not the easiest game to play in, and, and considering where the season is right now, it's it's kind of, you know, we get motivated to play in this and, and really want to win this. It, it, is, it could be difficult looking at the outside, but, but what does that say about the locker room? That's a that's a family. We are family in the locker room. Uh, nobody can never get let down. We can't point the fingers. You know, we are family. We we one group. You know, the offense and the defense. We come together at the end of the day. So um, the offense did a wonderful job. You know, running the ball, giving us good field position, and we came as a defense and met them halfway. So um, we got to stay united and keep going because you never know what's how how the season gonna turn out. You, you said shout out to the equipment staff. What was your favorite piece of equipment that helped you uh, be able to have something last four hours into the day? Man, my favorite uh, equipment was was the hand warmers. You know, I put them all in my socks and stuff like that. But you know, throughout the weeks, they had the um, the bodies the body suit, the silky body suit. I didn't wear one of those, but I knew it was gonna be a cold game, and some of the guys had those on, and and it helped them out. Hey, Carl, just when, when you're in that situation at the end of the game, you know, Deshaun is a, obviously a quarterback you move around a bit, but it's kind of, is there anything running through your mind as you're, you're coming up to him making that game punch and play there? Yeah, wasn't, wasn't a lot running through my mind. I was just running around like my head was chopped off or something. But, uh, you know, I, was, I came in trying to stop the run. That's what we do. Uh, we're a good run-stopping team. And at the end of the game, we just had to make a big play um, with the sack. So, we knew that uh, Deshaun Watson was very versatile, and we wanted to keep him inside. So that's what we did all game. Carl, I, I haven't had a chance to, to watch the tape, so I can't remember if this was you on uh, on this play or not. But the uh, the one where he threw it to the end zone and Amari Cooper ended up dropping it. Uh, were you on the field for that play? Yeah, I was on. I was on the field. <laughs> Am I right? I mean, we've seen this a number of times from you guys where you know, you're worried about an elusive quarterback and not let them escape the pocket. Like you, you, you kind of choose to just sort of hover instead of attack on a play like that and, and make sure he doesn't have a rushing lane. Is, it, is that kind of frustrating to do, but, but did that ultimately work out well for you not letting him escape much today? Yeah, we were just trying to come in and do our job, you know, and keep him in the pocket. So um, that was an extended play. Uh, we kept him in the pocket, but you know, we gotta, we gotta get to him at the end of the day. Um, you know, that was a, a big play, and we got off the field after that play. But, you know, um, we just got to get to him, um, take take the tackle high and come underneath and, and make the sack. So um, we, we we did our job on that play, uh, not letting him contain, but we got to get to the quarterback next time. Anything else for Carl? Yeah, I'm just going to follow up because, I mean, obviously you guys potentially could be playing Jalen Hurts. I mean, it – what is that like for a defensive end to balance that when 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 you have two things going on? Don't let them escape, and, but don't let them stay there. Like, is is that a real tough balance for a, a pass rusher? It's only tough if you make it tough. Um, we got to come in ready to stop the run at the end of the day and have some fun. 
Um, we can't come in thinking too much. Everybody got to do their job, and we got to continue to ball out as a defense and uh, give the offense good good field position. So um, we just got to contain them like we did today, just contain Jalen Hurts, um, and we're going to be well off. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate you. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. All right, shout out to the fam, man. We up in this thing. Saints handling the business 17 to 10. Take care of business against the Browns, beating the Browns in the weather. Really interesting win by the Saints. Two in a row under Dennis Allen. First time in his career as a head coach or whatever you want to call him for the Saints. The Saints improved to six and nine on the season. And let me see if I can get some of the playoff stuff to pile up here uh, as well in the division because the Atlanta Falcons did lose to the Baltimore Ravens. And let me see if I can get some of these live scores going, fam. For the family members to get some of the live scores here. Hold on, let me see if I can bring some over here. All right. All right, let's go with this one here. So here it is right here. This is some of the live scores. Let me get it up close to the screen right here. And this is some of the stuff that happened uh, earlier. Of course, we know about the Saints taking care of business and proving to six and nine on the squad. Uh, You take a look at the Texans right now, beating the Titans 19 to 14. The Commanders and the Niners in the, with two minutes left to go in the first quarter, scoreless the Eagles, nine to nothing over the Cowboys right now. uh, With nine 18 in the first. And, of course, you see the later on game, the Raiders and the Steelers play. And, of course, final games, the Bills beat the Bears 35-13. to Seahawks fell to the Chiefs 24-10. to The Vikings got to win 27-24. to They improved to 12-3 and on the year. The Vikings. Bengals take care of business. They improved to 11-4, 22-18 over the Patriots. The Lions in a tough win against the Panthers. Panthers get the win 37 37- to 23 in the in the Panthers or six and nine. So the Panthers under Steve Wilson have been playing their tails off. Let's that's uh we got one more guy. This is Andy Dalton that'll be chiming in. So we'll play that one of the remaining interviews right there. But listen, let me tell you something. The uh Panthers are six and nine as well. And two more games left. We have the Eagles this upcoming week, and then of course. You got to look at the fact that the Saints could be looking at uh, a showdown at the back end of the season against the Panthers. But the reality is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, if you believe in that, is they'll have to lose two more games as well. So let's go to the uh, Taysom Hill momentarily. Uh, finally, the Ravens took care of been like 17-19. The Falcons go 5-10. They're 1-7 away. Jags 19-3 over the Jets. They're 7-8. The Jets are 7-8. And in a, a slate of games for Christmas Day, the Packers against the Dolphins, Broncos and Rams. They, I don't know why that's on there. Why the Broncos and the Rams? Oh, they should have switched that out, man. They should have switched that out. Broncos and the Rams. And then finally, the Buccaneers against the Cardinals. And I know a lot of the Saints family members are going to be watching the Buck matchup because they want the Cards to beat the Bucks. The, I don't know if that's going to happen. I think the Buccaneers do beat the Cardinals. The Cardinals are bad. You know, their coach is looking at possibly being fired. So uh, Kyler Murray's not there. I don't think he, I think he's hurt. 
So, you know, we'll see how it all goes, but it's interesting in the NFL. But the Buccaneers, I think, should be able to beat the Cardinals on the road, even though the Buccaneers are really not that good on the road. They're two and four. So we'll see how it all goes, man. But the the Saints need help to do whatever playoff thing people think they're going to do. They need the Bucs to lose two games for the Saints to have an opportunity. So the Saints got to win out and the Bucs got to lose some games. I think that'll be in the situation as they showing you some highlights there. So anyway, I think that'll be the end of the broadcast for them. All right, but anyway, what's interesting about it, fam, is that shout out to the Who Dad Nation. The Saints improved to six and nine, man. Charles says, Q, we need you. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Absolutely not, bro. I could never say it. And that's the problem. Taking that job, you can never say what you mean. You got to bite your lip. And I'm not a bite the lip type cat. You know, I ain't going to do that. Daniel said, I just saw something. Thank you, bro. I just saw something about Cleveland. It looks like a lot of snow on the ground, man. I bet it was a game to watch to see the Saints playing in the snow on a holiday like Christmas Eve. Yes, indeed, man. The Saints got the win, and that was the really big thing because I didn't think they can win. We won, fam. Yes, we did. We won. RG, shout out to you. Say, I think Atlanta is out 5-10. and 10. Yeah, Sir Roger says, Cardinals, please bounce back on the Bucs. Uh, Arizona has mailed it in. General Man- yeah, the general manager left. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury definitely is going to be fired. So, yeah, I think at some point, you know, um, what's going to end up happening is they're going to retool with a new coach. And I wouldn't be surprised if they go all out for Sean Payton. They already say Cliff Kingsbury's done. Um, they do have an established young quarterback in Kyle Murray. I don't know how that translates to Sean Payton, but I know he's talking West Coast teams with the Chargers and the Rams, who are both, you know, with the Rams in particular. Um, I don't know what's going on with Sean McVay, but definitely the Chargers could be a team that's interesting, really interested because Peyton got Breeze from the Chargers and now he's going to the Chargers and they have Herbert there. And Herbert is a guy that I think Peyton, you know, somebody else did the work on him. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't eliminate the Arizona either, but you know, but Chargers look like the squad, man. He already looking, putting his coaching staff together. They go back and make another run. We covered that in the pre-show. All right. Thank you, Debbie. Much love to you, baby. Appreciate you. Thank you uh, for being here. Happy holidays to all y'all uh, as well. Now, um, you know, we had a, a, I don't know if the brother going to chime in, but I think we sent the link to one of the brothers from the brother from the Carol of uh, the uh, Cleveland Browns podcast. And we'll see if he'll pop up here. So we'll stay on for about four o'clock. We'll see if he'll pop up here and, and recap the game for us and tell us about the Cleveland Browns. We'll know you know, momentarily, but you know, that's been a lot of stuff. He was supposed to be on the preview, the, the last stream. And one of the family members reached out to send me a, a message and told me that uh, the brother was having power outages and he couldn't make the pregame, the preview stream. Uh, so hopefully we'll see how he doing and he can make the preview or the recap stream. So uh, he's been sent the link. So uh, we'll wait around and see if he pops in. If not, then we'll end the stream. All right. So shout out the rest of the fam. How y'all feel about it, man? Happy uh, happy holidays to you, Ant-Man. Shout out to you, bro. All right, Ryan says, uh, if K- Kingsbury and McVeigh retire, that's going to be a bidding war for Peyton. I know, bro, the Carolina Panthers are setting themselves up. Here's Andy Dalton family uh, to, to, to chime in. Here's Andy Dalton. 
certain part of the field, you know, when you can um, throw it down the field a little more versus uh, when you're with the wind and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, all that played a factor today. Uh, how big, obviously, one game was huge for you guys, having Alvin and Jason kind of pick up, you know, take the slack and turn the offense going. How big was their contribution? Oh, it was huge, especially when you get into a game like this with the weather and um, the conditions and everything. I mean, that's uh, you know, exactly what we needed to have happen today. The, the line played really well up front, gave us a chance, and we ran the ball exactly how we wanted to. Yeah, um, no, I felt like I was able to put the ball uh, kind of where I wanted it to today. Uh, obviously, the conditions played, played a factor in it. But, um, yeah, I mean, we, we had some, some chances on some other ones that felt like uh, – no, we could have made as well. Uh, what does it say about that locker room? Um, this is not the easiest game to play when it's you know one of the coldest games in Saints history to play in terms of temperature. But having the mentality to, to battle through this, and also the fact that you still keep your season alive. Right. I mean, it, it shows a lot for what this team is made of, and um, you know, it's is one of those, one of those games that we could look back on and say, and this is a, a, a big game in the season that got us to where we wanted to be. And like you said, we're, we're still alive. And so um, we got to keep doing, controlling what we can control and, and see what goes happens from there. I think the two interceptions, yours and Deshaun's, both were kind of like off deflected. You know, you had your seat in a hit. Um, what happened on yours to, to Jamal that ended up being a three deflected? Is it just kind of one of those? Just, yeah, like when the ball days. gets popped in the air, it you know, more than likely than not, it finds the, doesn't find the ground. So, um I mean, it's unfortunate. But in turn, you guys get a turnover when it's 10-10. How big was that to show and set you guys up? Yeah, the turnover was big. And then to be able to go down and score a touchdown on that drive, too, and um, and not kick a field goal, I mean, that's uh, – I mean, it, it changed the game. Andy, was there, a, was there a drastic difference between going one way and going the other way when it came to throwing the ball today? Uh, yes, there was. I mean, when you were against the wind, I felt like there was uh, – I mean, you could definitely tell. And um, I mean, the way it was today, you could go out there at times and you didn't feel like the wind was a factor, and then it would gust, and uh, you just didn't know when the gusts were going to happen. Was was that specific on that last Kirkwood one that, keep... that almost kind of hit him in the helmet? I mean, did that feel like it was going to the exact spot and then it almost kind of got rejected by the wind at the last second? Yeah, that's – you know, that's one of those things where it's unfortunate. I felt like it was in a in a good spot. And then at the last second, I think the ball moved. And is it also hard to throw with the wind at your back? It, it looked like both teams had a couple couple sail on you. Well, I think uh, when you're throwing the ball down the field, you know, you, you have to um, calculate the wind. And that has to play a factor in where you're throwing it. And so, I mean, definitely when you when you got the wind at your back, I mean, the ball's going to travel a lot farther. Andy, were you able to kind of feel like a sense of confidence even when you guys got down to that, that? Right now we are following a breaking news update on the deadly that. shooting. That Absolutely. I think that's just kind of the mindset that we had going into today that we we're going to do whatever it takes to win. And, you know, even though we were down, um, you know, we went out uh, right, right before half and got three points and then coming out and starting the, the second half strong like we did. I mean, that was uh, that kind of changed the momentum in the game.
Anything we else good? for Andy? All right. Uh, Andy, I, got, I got one more if you don't mind, Andy. I, I know you've said it uh, in, in the past, but um, you don't mind leaving the field when Taysom comes in. <laughs> and obviously a game like today, like Taysom, um, seems like he's kind of designed for this sort of thing. So just how impressive was it just kind of watching him you know, fully his way into the end zone and just kind of uh, you know, carry that team offensively for a little bit? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that's, he's, like I said from the beginning, he's a big part of this offense and, I mean, even his touchdown run. NOPD is also investigating a homicide in the Lake Forest so, area. Police uh, were called. Yeah, happy that. Happy right now we are following a breaking news up. Andy, I had one more too. About, you guys gave the equipment guys a, a game ball. What was the most one or two important uh, things they contributed to this week? Uh, uh, any specific piece of equipment that made a big difference for you? I, I think there were a lot of factors that were in, involved with them getting a game ball. I mean, when you come into a game like this, you know, especially uh, being in New Orleans where you're not not playing very many games with cold weather and uh, all the factors, I mean, they did an unbelievable job. They had everybody prepared. And so I wouldn't say there's one thing that they did, but uh, I mean, hats off to them because th th they made our job easy out there. All right. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, there go Andy Dalton right there, man. Shout out to Andy Dalton, and that should complete the stream right there. A lot of the uh, guys chimed in as Andy wishes the Who That Nation a Merry Christmas. And listen, let me tell you something, baby. Merry Christmas to all you guys, uh, and Happy New Year, as that's coming soon, too. So shout out to the fam, man. And listen, man, shout out to you guys, man, in this one. On the game, and listen, this was a fantastic, fantastic win uh, by uh, the Saints, getting a win against a team like the the Browns on the road, which a lot of stuff was pegged against this club. But uh, credit to the Black and Gold, they were able to hold up and make it pop seventeen to ten. They take care of business, man, and make it happen. Shout out to you, Kenu. Uh, shout out, bro. Thank you for the super sticker. Much love to the fam. All right. He says, Big Q, keep it real. Best Saints commentator since Buddy D. If the Saints make the plus, will you win? <laughs> I don't know. Listen, brother. Listen, I love my squad just like everybody, brother. But I ain't putting on no dress, bro. <laughs> Hell to the no, 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 brother. <laughs> Hell no, no, bro. Hell no, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. Now, I love my squad, bro, but I ain't putting on no dress, bro. Yeah, no, no. But thank you, bro. <laughs> thank you, Kadu. Daniel says, BQ, you're going to have a podcast on New Year's Eve. Let's see, fam. Well, it depends, fam, because, you know, I do several different broadcasts. I mean, there's Pelicans and all kind of stuff. So if I take a look at the Saints schedule, you know, what does it look like for the Saints next matchup against the Eagles or it's on New Year's Day? You know, and New Year's Eve would be the preview stream. So I guess I will be doing the stream, bro. So, yeah, it's, uh, it says uh, the first, yeah, 12 p.m. on New Year's Day at Philadelphia is the Saints next matchup against the Philadelphia Eagles. So I will most certainly be available um, for that day and more than likely the preview will be on New Year's Eve. So. And I guess going into the new year's like a new year's Eve stream opening up the, I see what you're saying, like a stream going from 
the next day into New Year's. Yeah, you know, I, I, that probably will be the preview stream and we can open up the phone lines and let family members chime in about their New Year's resolutions. I think that would be pretty cool. What y'all think about that? Would y'all be down for that? Would y'all show up for that? All right, so yeah, I would definitely be in line for that. Let me check out what the Pelicans are doing on New Year's Eve as well. Let's see what the Pels are doing. Mm -hmm. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mm. Check out their schedule on New Year's. They got something popping and snapping. Uh... The second. Okay, so they don't play to January the second against Philadelphia. They're at Philly, matter of fact. Okay, so they the, the next day. So that's cool. That that'll definitely be something we okay. Shout out. The family said, Yeah, we'll be up in here, Q. We'll yeah, that sounds good, fam. That's a good idea. Thank y'all for throwing that out there, man. <laughs> nah, man. It was y'all seen y'all put one in the chat if y'all seen the video. No, no disrespect for people that you know put the dress on. That's a man. I mean, they got the red red. Uh, dress race that a lot of people do in the city of New Orleans. It's just a fun thing that a lot of people do. It's just, you know, it's not my cup of tea. I mean, you know, I, I respect people that that's what you do. You know, everybody do what they do. I just don't do that. <laughs> I'll do something else. I ain't doing that. All right. <laughs> All right. But shout out to the fam. I appreciate y'all. Much love to y'all. All right. So, Oh yeah, but thank you, Kanu, uh, for the uh, comment on Buddy D. Uh, I, I I do my best, man. I uh, coat uh, had uh, uh, the great Saint Think Tank uh, historian Uncle Pauly uh, talk about uh, uh, Hep Glotty and uh, Buddy D. Those are fantastic diehards, man. That would keep it real, man. So yeah, but uh, indeed. All right, so shout out to the rest of the fam, man. It was a great win. Yeah, I agree with you, Gundam and Debbie saying great win, great game. Anthony says, hey, Q, <laughs> play the music. Okay, bro, you got it, brother. In the win, you got to play the you gotta play the music. The Saints got the win, baby. That's what I'm talking about. The black yeah. and gold handle business, uh -huh. man. I'm happy I was wrong on that one, man. Because I'm most certainly. Like I'm a who that. I'm a who that. As long as I'm living, I'm a who that.
Lose all winning, I'm a who that. Damn that. Sports coma, yeah, yeah, this is where we do that. We don't say we do that. Where we do that. We had a people, man. Where we do that. Where we do that. Huh? Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like Elf. Watch that cam on your ass. God, every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, I'm Yeah, this was a win, man. Two wins in a row. You got to give it up to him, man. I was yelling out two wins in a row. Got two games left. Got to get on Duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the face, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, my dog swears some love, man. Down home, God, we gotta get this song. Push that union crap out of here, fam. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. I'm a who that, man. We gotta make that thing. Atlanta junk up out of here, man. How we got hate week and we celebrate today's song, man. What kind of fool is this? What's all us on this? We got to do all this, man, for this type of stuff. This is what we do that. So, shout out to the fam, man. We up in this thing, man. We're going to wait a little bit longer and see if the brother going to chime in for this episode on the recap. I don't, I, 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 my, my thought is the brother probably ain't going to chime in. He missed the preview, but at the same time, you know, not too many people going to pop up on the recap when they team stunk it up out there. So, at the same time, you know, that's how that, that's, that's how it go, man. You know, so we'll see if the brother going to pop in. But listen, listen, not to squelch y'all win, but listen, man, they got the brother, man. Shout out to this brother right here. This is really strange what happened with this. This happened the other day. My girl sent this to me uh, this morning. I didn't realize about the brother. And something is crazy. I'm going to have to do a little bit more research on this. But this is really strange, which happened to this brother right here. And. Ah, man, you know, let me show it to you, brother. Y'all probably didn't hear about it. If you heard about this, put one in the chat if you didn't. And this is the brother right here. Now, if y'all know this brother here, this is a brother here that did a lot of the uh, the stuff about New Orleans. He was, as a matter of fact, he was able to get up to um, the, the show, what's it called? Uh, Roast, the Roast Me Show. That's one of my favorite shows. They crack me up at times. Uh, he was able to get on there. Uh, he had a lot of personal tragedy and usually some of the funniest people in the world. You know, they're funny, but, you know, they got a lot of stuff going on, uh, you know, behind the scenes. And this brother right here, comedian Boogie B, identified as man shot to death in the Rouse's parking lot in New Orleans. Sad, man. And they had released the photos of two suspects in the getaway car. They ID the woman who might have some information pertaining to the murder of this man. He was at the grocery store at the grocery store. And he often talked about the areas of the city, made jokes and gave history about it. If y'all don't know who this fella is, please feel free to look him up. A lot of family members know about this man, but he's a social media personality and a comedian. Uh, his name is Boogie B or Brandon Montreal. You know, a real funny brother. He has some really good videos online about the city, the history of the city, stuff like that. You know, I just had seen one of his recent ones not too long ago. Matter of fact, it was the day before he he passed away. It's real weird. But he had a lot of followings. But and he told a story on Instagram, uh, you know, about, you know, stuff that had happened to him. And and uh, he was shot and killed Friday afternoon in the vehicle in the parking lot of Rouse's. And 
it's tough, but they said the police department is looking for these people, said it was seeking two men whom an agency identified as suspects and a woman who might have information about the crime. Is this woman here is Dominique Smith, I want to say, released photos of the men in the car in which they said the killers left them. The police have not publicly stated a motive for the homicide, but a supervisor said Montreal did not appear to be the intended target of the people. I doubt that, man. Weird stuff, weird stuff. And, uh, you know, and he was going up there and he was be built himself up. And then you start getting invited to places. And next thing you know, you know, he's a subject. I don't know if it was a robbery. There's no details. They sought these people out to find out, you know, what's going on here. And this is a picture of two of the people from a camera that they seeing right there. And they sought these people out. So this is real. This was really a troubling thing. And I really didn't get that. I found about find out about this this morning because it wasn't verified, but they have formally identified the man. So if you haven't heard about this dude, uh, this brother here, man, was murdered. I don't know if it was a robbery or something like that, but the man was at Rouse's man and he might have robbed and they talking about he wasn't the intended person, you know, and um, I don't know, bro. Weird, weird stuff happens, especially in the city when you think, man. And like I said, I've no, I've researched and read so much when stuff hit my eyes and my mind a certain kind of way, I'd be like, mm mm. And this one is hitting me. I don't know. Uh, from an instinctual standpoint, this was hitting me a little differently. It's funny. It's funny business. Just like the Twitch brothers, funny business. has tons of books on the stuff, man. People that was around and it's a certain look to it that don't smell right. And you know, you know, the look versus something else. Let's just 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 put it like that. But anyway, yeah, this is a uh, uh, rest in peace for this brother, man. He made himself a success despite all the tragedy that he'd been through. And uh, sad to say that this brother. Uh, was murdered and killed outside of the supermarket. Damn. Anyway, um, you know, shout out to that brother, man. Sorry to hear that, man, about him, man. I found out. I was like, bro, for real? You know. All right. Tales by the Diesel says, salute, brothers. Uh, Ty for taking out the Browns. All right. Shout out to you. Thank you. Uh, shout out to you, bro. Appreciate you uh, being in this thing. All right. Uh, also, fam, listen. Uh, looks like we passing that. I don't think the brother going to pop up. So uh, we sent them the link. Um, when was it? About an hour ago. So we're going to just uh, get out on that. I don't think the brother want to chime in in a losing effort. So <laughs> we get a handful of people to do that. Low is real. Low is one of the dudes. He'll chime in on the losing effort, man. And, uh, you know, it, it's uh, not too many people going to do that. <laughs> Uh, what's up, Jason? I see you, bro. I see you, bro. Shout out to you, man. Much love to brother Jason, man. A resident Raider, man. Shout out to you, bro. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Hendy. Yeah. Very positive dude, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. You lost the other channel. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. That's what happened to a lot of people. You got to be safe. Be careful out there, fam. A lot of jackasses out there roaming around. A lot of crazy people. Be safe. Please be safe during this holiday season. Watch yourself. And I know most people from an instinctual standpoint, try to watch out for yourself and your family members at this time. Try to be in groups, try to do all you can and uh, to protect yourselves, man. You, you know, it's just, you know, it's crazy. But anyway, with that being said, rest in peace to that brother and shout out to the who that nation we was able to pull together a win in this one to my chagrin. Cause I picked the saints to lose, but they went 17 and 10. 
17 to 10, they improved to six and nine. And including, if you look at some of the standings of it, the Saints uh, need some help. They need the uh, the, the uh, Buccaneers, that is, to lose a couple of more games to help them out. So this is what it looks like here. Let me kind of put this on screen fully and then kind of soup it up for you guys. But you can see right here where the Saints stand at in this situation. Hold on, that's a little too much. Let me back out a little bit. But yeah, you can see Philly at the top. That's the next team we got. We got the best team in the NFC. I don't know if Hurst will be there or not, but uh, we'll have them next week. If it's not, it's, it'll be Gardner Minshew at the top of the helm of the Eagles. The Saints sit at six and nine, as you can see right here, the yellow mark right here. The Panthers are ahead of the Saints because they have the tiebreaker on the Saints. The Panthers, I mean, the Falcons fell to five and ten. They lost to the Ravens. The you see the Packers, the Lions, and all those guys. But where the Saints leapfrog and get into this thing is they need the Buccaneers to help out. The Buccaneers play tomorrow. The Bucs lose to the Cardinals. They drop to six and nine, but they need to lose the next two games to give the Saints an opportunity to leapfrog. So if they lose, they they win one of the two, it's over with. And they win if they beat the Bucks, uh, the Cardinals tomorrow. That it that'll kick the Saints out. Because the Saints won't, I mean, they, the best that the Saints will be able to do is, what, eight and nine if they went out. And I'm not saying they are, but I don't think that'll be enough to get close to any rest of these teams. So a buck win could eliminate the Saints. They play tomorrow, tomorrow at seven o'clock New Year, uh, Christmas Day against the Arizona Cardinals, who are the third worst team in the NFL. But anything's possible. So they need the Bucks to lose the next two to get an opportunity in the plug. And the moment you do that, family, where you go from, taking it in your own hands to allowing people to need the loss before you, you're probably going to be in trouble. Uh, a win against the Buccaneers, the split with them would have helped. A win over the 49ers when they scored no touchdowns would have helped. And it's a little bit too late for a lot of stuff for the Saints. But we'll monitor Tampa Bay Buccaneers' win will stop the Saints in any regard. So that'll be the end of them. So two games remain in the season. Congratulations to the Saints. We'll see how it all shakes and pops. As we move forward, happy Richard said it's good win saints. Great job. D Taysom, Elvin Dalton. You did a good job holding it together. Even with the top, uh, with the five or so drops, <laughs> good effort all around. Keep stacking wins. We will, sh- we will see all together if they can keep doing that. Next matchup is new year's day against the Philadelphia Eagles. So with that being said, fam, I'm gonna get out on that. Listen, thank y'all, man. Appreciate you guys for being in the stream. Please be safe. Uh, you guys have a Merry Christmas on this new this Christmas Eve edition of the show. We get a gift from the Pelicans. We get a, a gift from the Saints. Saints two-game winning streak. Pelicans two-game winning streak uh, into Christmas. So with that being said, you guys have a fantastic Christmas, and I'm going to holler at you on the next one. So much love to you guys, man. Y'all keep it together. Be safe, and we're going to holler at you on the flip side. Who that? And I'm out. Yeah. Huh? it like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Huh? it like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like Elf. Thank God every day.
there, I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really blown to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you can probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Love like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. And remember, it helps the platform continue to grow. Check out the Pro Shop and who that is. The who that daily.com. That's right. The who that daily.com. Your one stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a who that and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, who that daily.com is your site. The who that daily.com for the sport who that in all of us. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.